0: Views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership.
1: Phoenix, this is Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for your time. Today's Bible study, decapitations. Yes, Phoenix has now arrived. We've hit the big time, folks. Mental illness and decapitations today on Hardcore. Hey, would you call somebody and tell them radio program's on? I'll make a couple of quick announcements if you'll make that call. Thank you so much. This is Brother Mike. I'm the uh, counselor, 34 years here in Phoenix. I'm from the House of Healing in Central Phoenix. We're on 11th Street in Phoenix, just south of Indian School Road in Phoenix and west of the 51 Freeway in Phoenix. We're downtown by the VA Hospital. If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, lots of goodies on there for you. Lots of powerful teachings that you will not hear at church. Controversial stuff, but truthful stuff. Wednesday night's our midweek service for healing, teaching, and deliverance. Thursday night is our individual and personal prayer night. Pray for everybody individually for healing and deliverance. Friday night is my teaching service for my radio listeners. We will no longer be at the... Church of God on 27th Avenue in Indian School. we move back to the House of Healing, all of our further services will be there at the same time, 6.30 p.m. On the website, you can sign up for our Facebook page. You can sign up for our teaching channel on YouTube. You can sign up for a free seminar. The seminars are always free at the House of Healing. And by the way, if you want to sell your home and list it and go ahead and sell it now, Before the crash hits, you can do it by going to the home page of the website, scroll down and hit the West USA Realty button, and when you do that, you can sell your home, list your home for reduced fees and commissions. Why not do it? Why spend money if you don't have it, particularly with what's coming on America here later this year and possibly next year? It's not going to be good. Decapitations. Wow. Wow. Did you see this on the news a couple of weeks ago? I'll read some of the article for you. Not all of it. I, I can't get it. It's pretty gross. Quote, a Phoenix man accused of stabbing and decapitating his wife and two dogs let out a howl in court after prosecutors described the crime, according to court records. Kenneth Dole Wakefield, age 43, admitted to police during the interview he had stabbed and decapitated his wife Trina Heisch, age 49, at a Phoenix home and said he was, quote, trying to get the evil out of her, unquote. He told police he stabbed her about one hour after smoking spice and pot. He's been released. He had been released from a state hospital for severe mental illness months prior to the crime. What a surprise that is. Well, the article goes on to say that the murder took place at 13th Place in Coulter Street, if you've ever been down there. Now that I think about it, that's not that far from the House of Healing. That can't be any good. He killed her on July 25th. And the article goes on to say that when the police got there, they found the guy, in addition to killing the two dogs and his wife, He had gouged out his right eye with a knife and cut off the bottom portion of his left arm, if you can believe that. The article goes on to say that he had met her when he was a patient at the Arizona State Hospital, of course, down on Van Buren there. and What is that? 23rd Street or something like that? downtown east of downtown there but this poor man had already been previously convicted of assault with a deadly weapon years ago when he had stabbed his mother he served 10 and a half years at the state hospital and had taken medication regularly and they would had no problem with him at all and then uh, his uh Request to be released had gone before the state psychiatric board, and they reviewed his records and they noticed in there that uh, he had been he'd been a good patient and he had not caused any problems over at the state hospital that were significant. He was taking his medications regularly, and uh, hey, he was doing doing good. So the psychiatric security review board voted unanimously to conditionally release him, and they said that he had to, uh, in essence, stay like on probation, only it's psychiatric probation in a way, and they just keep track of him to make sure that they are taking their medication. The problem with that system and the problem with that program is the patients disappear and they don't have any way of tracking them down. They don't have a John Walsh working here to hunt down these mentally ill patients when they decide to stop taking their medication and disappear Or move. But this has been going on for years. Do you happen to remember the case of Ed Liu? Yeah, that was 2005. He was also seriously mentally ill. And he had been in the state mental health system. They let him go. And he dropped out of the maintenance program. Went eight months without taking his medication. Walked into a Walmart parking lot. And killed two people. Do you remember the case of Joe Gallegos? Gallegos uh, was a patient who was seriously mentally ill. And around Christmas time in 2008, he had stopped taking his medication and walked onto a playground, picked up a bat, and beat two little leaguers to death, smashing their skulls. What's the process here and how does this work? Well, basically, here's what happens. The United States, not just Arizona, is seeing an acceleration in mental illness since the financial collapse of the country in 2008. The recession-slash-depression hit approximately that year. And, of course, the whole recession was a man-made recession. It wasn't a real recession. It was caused by crooks, thieves, and liars on Wall Street and financial fraud And economic criminality, that's exactly what caused it. To this day, none of those executives have ever served a day in prison. They all got off, they skated out, they left us holding the bag. But what happens is, stress and fear are, in essence, fertilizer in the field of mental illness. And it causes it to accelerate and to grow. And of course, you know, you basically got two different streams of people who are mentally ill. You have the people with mental illnesses, so to speak, and then you have people with SMIs or who are seriously mentally ill. In my Christian counseling practice, I treat both those types of patients, Christians, but they have to be uh, born-again Christians for me to work with them I worked 25 years as a secular counselor, but I retired and went into the ministry in 2005. And since then, all I do now is work with Born again Christians. And I've literally seen hundreds of people with mental illnesses healed. I have seen uh, people with serious mental illnesses healed, but uh, those are much more difficult, and the failure rate is much higher in that area, as you might expect, because they're much sicker. But here's the situation. Here's kind of how it works. The state of Arizona, like most states, don't have complete control over human beings who are mentally ill. So patients who need to be essentially locked up forever, like Wakefield, like Liu, like Gallegos, these type of patients, those that have paranoid schizophrenia with violent tendencies. Now, in my counseling practice, I've had paranoid schizophrenics healed, but most of the ones I've worked with have not been healed. And the reason for that is they've dropped out of the program. But the ones that have finished the program, they've all been healed. Paranoid schizophrenia is curable, not in a secular way, but by the power of the Holy Ghost and God's word. You can be cured or healed of paranoid schizophrenia, other forms of schizophrenia, Bipolar, severe bipolar, bipolar 1 and 2. person. Uh, you, if you have a personality disorder, something of that nature, severe mental illness, yeah, you can be healed. You absolutely can be healed. But the person has to want to be healed. They must stay with the program, and they must have a support group to help them in addition to prayer, deliverance, and treatment. The root cause of severe mental illnesses, whether it's borderline personality disorder, bipolar, schizophrenia, dissociative identity disorder, the root of all these illnesses involves two spirits. One's the rejection spirit from childhood. The other is a rebellion spirit that the rejection demon lets in later, usually in grade school or junior high. And these two spirits lay the foundation for a lifetime of misery And then usually in the early or mid 20s, these two spirits are able to let in the schizophrenia or the bipolar spirit, thereby taking control of the patient and wrecking their lives thereafter. All forms of serious mental illness, listen to me carefully, all forms of SMI are caused by demons, all of them. We have two incidences here in the Bible. Matthew chapter 8, we had two patients facing Jesus Christ who were SMIs. And you read the symptomatology, and it's as clear as it can be. They were homeless, and in Matthew chapter 8, the Bible says, they were dangerous, they were uncontrollable, and they were homeless and did not live in normal society. <clears throat> and the situation hasn't changed a bit in 2,000 years. SMIs can't live in normal society that have violent tendencies. They're locked up at state, in state institutions. They are dangerous and they cannot be trusted. And some patients are helped by medication that controls the symptomatology, but it does not cure them. The only way they can be cured is if the spirits are removed from the brain. In Mark chapter five, we have the maniac of Gadara. In Matthew chapter eight, we had the two maniacs of Gergesimus. In Mark chapter five, the maniac of Gadara, the Bible specifically says, as it did in Matthew eight, that the mental illness was caused by demons. If you know someone who's an SMI and they want to be healed, And they are Christians or want to become Christians. They are eligible for free counseling services at the House of Healing. 602-636-5800. The Wakefield, Gallegos, Liu type cases don't have to occur in our society. The Holy Spirit, the Great One, is able to cure these mental illness cases. And he's able to cast out the evil spirits if the patient exercises his free free will and cooperates with the Lord. There is hope for them.
0: The views expressed on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.